So I'll start recording again. You should see that waveform again. Yep. Okay, yeah, super. We're all good. Sweet. I have a sub badge. It's a T. I don't know why you wouldn't be able to see it. You might need to just reload. No, everyone's first. No, you, you I have, haven't. He has a sub badge, but like everyone, you're founder, hack. You would rather yeah, have founder, you, dude. That's a flex. You, you did it. Yeah, you have you, founder badge. That's insane. You've made it. Wait, I got a sub right now to get the founder. Wait, quick, 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 before we start you better, this. You better do it. I got to snag it right now. Yeah, right now. I hope I have it. Let me see. Is he going to make it? Okay, subbed. Okay, now refresh. Come Did on, please, founder. Please, founder. Oh, yeah. Oh, yes. Let's go. He did it. Wait, it says I've been subscribed for 37 months. Dude, I'm a diehard. Day one. You are. Dude, I'm a I've, day one. 37 I months. I haven't even had the internet that long. That is insane. Dude, oh, let me here, no. check Discord. Here, wait. Hurt. I hope you don't feel ashamed about missing out on the sub bat. Mittens, you were the last one. Was I? Yeah. Yogurt no stain subbed yogurt. Thank you so much for subbing still. I appreciate it. I hope you don't regret Dude, it. Dude, <laughs> I was the last one. No way. You were the I'm last actually one. Insane. And That's it happened insane. live on the podcast. Beautiful. Here, I, I sent you the picture in Discord. Look at that. Day That's one. That's so supporter. weird. Day one, dude. Yeah, 37 months. Oh my. I've been wow. I've been supporting for a long time. You just didn't realize. I could, I could use that money. Hmm. Well, yogurt stain. Know. I'm so sorry. <laughs> I'm a pleasant person. You will enjoy being here if you ever are not in Mitten Stream. So it will be worthwhile. In the emote is really cool. So don't feel here. Let me show you. Let me. Sh I just changed my emote recently. I'll put it. I'll find it real quick and put it up on the screen. Uh, I hand draw all my emotes. I'm an artist, so I like to. I like to keep it in house. Just oh, you second. make them as well? I do the same thing. I make my own as well. Yeah, just wait till you see this. You're oh gonna my, be blown I'm excited. Away. You're, you're going to be blown away. It's going to be like a smiley face with like an uneven circle, like an oval. How do I? Here we go. Let's see it. How many do I average without mittens? Right now, like two or three. He's on the come up, boys. Yes, it's... It's been inconsistent, but I'm finally getting to that place where I want to, you know, start making the content consistently. So here we are. So do you put you got, the podcast on YouTube? Uh, I'm going to start putting like clips on YouTube. Yeah. Uh, and then the podcast is mostly just the podcast. And here, right, right. I've thought I have a few full episodes. Here's here's my first emote. Let me see it. Uh, so oh I, it was a smiley face. It was. Am a smiley I? Face. Am I a savant? I called it. I think so. <laughs> it's just. It's just a nice, easy uh, emote, and I really like it. It's beautiful. Yeah, it looks like. Uh, it looks the way it should. You know, you can't have just like a perfect circles on the eyes and a perfect U for the smiley. You know. Oh what I mean? no way! No, no you, you need to have some it. flair, some artistic vision you know it has to it has to be your own right exactly exactly like that little curl on the right side of the lip it's gives perfect. it a lot of character yeah. it's perfect it's yeah yeah it's magical yeah i would wow. use it more often but i don't want to lean in too hard because are you familiar with dream 
Yes, yes. Yeah, I mean, his whole brand is that smiley face, right? So I don't want to lean in too hard, but I figured having I gotcha. it as an emote would be reasonable. Well, I mean, also, if you went too hard on it, they might mistake you for, like, a, you know, an artist and look for your art shows rather than I know. your podcasts. Right? I'm here for the Rocket League, not to exactly, make beautiful smiley exactly. faces. Right, right. Well, at least you have a backup plan, you know? <laughs> yes. Yeah, to Ooh. start doing live paintings. There you go. I could just do emotes on stream all the time. Exactly. Yeah. And start so getting that's paid that. for it. Yogurt Stain, you have that to look forward to. I hope you spread that all over Twitch. Uh, you earned it, you know, with your four ninety nine subscription. It'll it'll totally be worth it. Oh yeah. Okay. So I guess we can do, you know, what we're here to do, which is Let's talk some Rocket League. Um, okay. So we are recording, we're chatting, we're here. Uh, first of all, I want to say thank you for actually taking the time to do this. Um, no problem. I've never done one. I've wanted to do one. Um, you know, and, and there's not many people that do rock league podcasts. So you're, you're ahead of the curve on this. There's, sure. there's not a lot of them. They're starting to get more, uh, you know, more people are doing them, but, uh, I really like what I do in terms of it, it gives me a lot of opportunity to talk to a lot of different people, which is, which is fun. Exactly. Um, yeah. And it, you know, it gets me the opportunity to learn more about different people and just hear different perspectives. It gets complicated, you know, because I'm always like DMing people and reaching out to new people and spamming people, but it is what it is. Mittens, let's get into actual proper podcast podcast. Tell sure, me sure. about how you found Rocket League. What got you started in the game of Rocket League? Um, so I was on Xbox. I played Xbox, didn't have a PC. Well, I might have had a PC, but it was it was terrible, terrible PC. But so I just played on Xbox and my friend Yogurt Stain, actually in the chat, um, he he him and uh, my friend our other friend XT bro, uh, um, they got Rocket League when it came out on Xbox, and then um we were game sharing at the time, me and yogurt stain on Xbox. Cause you can like share games. And he was like, you want to play some rock league? And I was like, yeah, sure. I actually seen like, uh, I don't know where I seen it, but I seen something on YouTube about, uh, I don't know if it was the beta or it was like the launch, like the teaser trailer or something like that. But I seen something about rock league before. And I was like, no way. That's the, that's the game with the, um, the cars and the, in the ball, <laughs> you know, like the soccer car, soccer game. And uh, yeah, so we started playing it and I kind of got addicted to it like right away because it was so um, like pure, pure physics, like purely physics. And just yes. so it's it, like it just because I came from like sports games, right? Mm -hmm. And um, I would always play sports games on, on Xbox and like I would get like really sweaty in it. Like I probably had thousands of hours on NHL, like NHL games and like mm -hmm. it's like sweating leaderboards. Like it was actually like mm -hmm. number one on the leaderboards for a bit, like for like a couple of years off and on. So like I was super sweaty on that, but like all of the sports games are very locked behind animations. Um, sure. And it's not very like uh, fluid and like smooth that you're just locked behind all of these animations that you can do with your character. Right. But with Rock League, it was a pure, like pure, just like movements um, without any animations besides flipping. So it just like, it felt so good. Like. Like you see so much potential when you start playing with it, you know? Definitely. Well, yeah. And that's what I tell a lot of people 
when I bring up Rocket League or I tell them, you know, that I play this video game, it's like NFL, it's like Madden or it's like NBA 2K. But instead of pressing circle to do a spin move, you actually have to spin your car. Like you are in one-to-one control. And I love that about the game. It's almost like flying an airplane, but in like in a sports game. And then also like, you know, driving like the same mechanics as like a racing game or something. But then you have like the aspect of like actual flying like an airplane or something. Yeah. And mm-hmm. then you have to do it all with the ball. So it's, I don't know. Like, it's just, it's such like a, it's such like a beautiful game. Like the best sports game. Like so were you, I, I couldn't agree more. So were yeah. you just immediately hooked? Cause obviously you were already a gamer. You were already into like being extremely competitive in video games. When you were introduced to rocket league or first started trying it, were you just like instantly basically all yeah. about it? Well, it was really fun. And, um, I'm the type of person, like any game that I play, like, um, if I see like the potential of getting better, I'll kind of get addicted to improving Mm -hmm. and like trying to learn everything, like looking at videos or whatever it is on like mechanics and stuff and and stuff like that. So like once I started playing, um, a bit, I, I like, I seen the, like, I couldn't really aerial and stuff like that. And like, couldn't really do anything. So I'm like. I want, like, I need to be able to do this. Like, it, it's like a, it's like a voice inside my head. That's just like, you, you gotta be able to do this. Like you can't, you can't stop playing until you can do this. Um, so I would like watch, uh, you know, I watch like Kronovi's like beta montage and stuff like that. And I'm like, okay, I have to be able to do that stuff someday. So uh-huh. basically I just started like practicing all the time. And, um, so you started playing on Xbox though, and it was later to release on Xbox. So when right. did you start playing? Um, I don't know exactly when it came out. I think it was uh, maybe late 2016 or in 2016. Okay. Early 2016, maybe. Yeah, because it came out. Um, so basically, Rocket League came out in season two on Xbox. So season okay. one, there was no Xbox Rocket League. I got it. So I believe it came out at the start of season two. Mm-hmm. And uh, by season three, I was grand champ on PC. So, oh, so you had already made the switch over to PC by then as well, right? So, like, uh, season two was all Xbox for me, and then in season three, they still had like the old ranking system and the mm-hmm. old ranks, like shooting star, all star, all that stuff. And um, I don't know; I, it's hard to remember if I switched before they did the rank change or after. I believe it might have been after yeah i think it was after because or before sorry because like um i was like shooting star or all-star or something on xbox which was like top 100 like fringe top 100 uh, for like threes and stuff like the top 100 on xbox was very low because everyone was so new to it because it just came out um so and there was no cross-platform was there i don't think there was no, there wasn't I think in between either. in between like PC and Xbox and then PlayStation 4 and PC but there wasn't like all cross platform. Yeah, yeah. So anyway, I was like all-star or maybe superstar like in the blue ranks, not at champion yet. And mm-hmm. um I switched to PC. Well, actually, what I did originally was I went to my PC and I downloaded the offline version of the game. Like, I didn't even have, like, money to buy it, I don't think. Or I just, like, didn't buy it. I just wanted to see what it felt like. So I downloaded, like, a bootleg offline version of the game to just, like, see what it felt like in free play. And everything that I wanted to do on Xbox, I was able to do, like, 
it was it was incredible like i was like this is i have to switch to pc i can't play on xbox anymore like i was just in free play on this offline version of the game and um like everything felt so smooth and i was on like a 60 hertz monitor with a terrible pc like it wasn't like i had like a really good setup but it still felt like a thousand times better than xbox because xbox is like worse than ps4 for input lag and stuff yeah oh it's it is bad it's really bad it's terrible so and that's all i ever like ever knew right so when i tried the pc version um i was like okay i gotta switch so i don't know if it was yoke or something that uh like right away if he like chipped in to get me a better pc but anyway i switched to pc and um i bought the game on steam and stuff and with my like 60 hertz monitor and like my bad pc i got gc from being like shooting star or all-star uh on xbox i switched to pc and i got gc in like less than 12 hours um like it it's was just that, that easy folks get a pc get gc in 12 hours you heard it That's, here first it was crazy i couldn't believe it i just <laughs> everything i wanted to do worked like air dribbling i could air dribble and all of these things that i was trying to do on xbox and i could do like sometimes but it just felt so difficult once i switched to pc everything felt like like it made sense like i could see the field better and see the ball and the way it moves and understand the way my car moves and stuff like that obviously i wasn't anywhere near like um you know where i am now but i mean that was like three or four years ago right or over four years ago i think so sure um well, there. I mean, there's a lot to dissect and break down in the past. I mean, because you're, what's your rank now? Um, well, I, I'm like off and on SSL in ones, and then I haven't really like hard grinded uh, twos or threes ever since they came out with the SSL. But I mean, my peak in in twos is like over two thousand um, MMR, and then threes. I don't. I haven't really played threes much for like over a year. Ever since I stopped playing like team team stuff, I used to play a yeah. lot of team like competitive back when they had like the RLCS tryouts, like the, you know, the one day qualifier or whatever, or I guess it was two days like to make plans and then qualify, I believe is how it was. Uh-huh. Yep. Um, for RLCS. But yeah, like I, I've been like, you know, off and on like SSL on ones, um, like this season and last season. And that's mainly what I play because it's easy to stream it for me. And basically, the only time I play Rock League is when I'm streaming. Sure. Uh, these days, so it's very easy for me to stream ones. It's easy for me to rechat because I've played so much ones. And yeah. um, you know, if I like throw the game or if I just mess around or anything, it's only hurting my rank or my game. I'm not really like ruining a teammate's game. Right. So, true. True. Well, so, and yeah. I mean, you're good, right? So it's actually entertaining to watch <laughs> i mean i don't usually ever say i'm good but you know in the grand yeah. scheme of things it's easy to say that i'm good i guess you are to, in like, what ranks. the top 0.5 point like 0.05 percent of the player base in rocket league i'd say you're doing all right yeah i will say that that's safe to say give, your, doing all give right. yourself some credit yeah i you don't have to say it i will say it you are good I mean, I'm good at Rocket League, and I'm champ one. Like based yeah, on it's all about, the entire world, right? Like, exactly. I'm still doing all right, but I yeah. I understand because even when you play, uh, you know, I'm sure you you see the mistakes you make, the you see the things that you uh, screw up, and you want to be able to do those better. So you still feel like there's a there are those holes in your game. Right. And based on the other gaping chasms that exist in other people's games, you're you're doing okay. 
Yeah. Well, well, thanks. Yeah. And Rocket League traps you into a, a weird mindset of um, always comparing yourself to where you felt best. Um, like, that's why you hear the word peaking so much in Rocket League, because yeah. Rocket League is such a like it's a range of skill. Like, no, yeah. like it's not it's such like a difficult game and such like a like a grueling, like mental game. One hundred percent. Besides the mechanics, that everyone's stuck in like a skill range rather than you're this skill. So, and the and you might be peaking like quote unquote peaking like two percent of your time on Rocket League. You know, playing your best at your current potential. Yeah. Um, so you're always trapped, especially me. Like because I think about this stuff quite a bit. I always like am thinking about where I have been in the past or like how well I've done on like every little play that I make, I'm like, yeah, I've done that better before. You know, I've done that better. And Mm -hmm. that's, you get trapped in that mindset. So it's hard to like, for me, especially it's hard to like have that like confidence if I don't feel like I'm peaking or playing like near my best. So yeah, it's kind of like, it's, it's, it's a struggle to, uh, to like stay motivated and stuff when all you see is like where you've been before right and it's yeah and especially when you get to like this amount of hours and and this like level so to speak um Mm -hmm. it's hard to like look for improvements and a lot of the improvements is just mentality rather than you know mechanics or consistency you know it's you know it's consistency but that that like confidence and confidence is huge like it gets to a point where you sure confidence like only because you know nobody's like 100 consistent with anything but there's varying levels of of confidence so if uh you know a pro player misses a shot or makes a mistake they have that confidence to like as a safety net to like not worry about that mistake and let them let, let it like make them play worse so and then that therefore like in turn makes them more consistent because they're not allowing their their faults to, uh, you know, ruin anything in the future. So, yeah, that's kind of my biggest flaw. I'd say in the game is is confidence and and the, you know motivation to to keep going. Sure. So you you said so many things there. I'm curious. Uh, so many good things. Not that you were just rambling. Like I appreciate. I do ramble. That you just, <laughs> no, <laughs> it's ramble. it's good. It's good though. Like I appreciate the thoughtfulness. And obviously, like you have put time and thought and energy into this game. Um, and I can tell just by like all the things that you just said there. And I've said it many times on the podcast before. And I'm sure that, you know, you didn't take the time to listen to all my previous episodes before you did this. Um, and I've talked about Rocket League and MMR and rank being more of a range than like I'm a 1300 MMR player in threes, like you don't just sit in one spot. So I don't need to rant on that because uh, you said it very well yourself. So I I do want to ask you though, right now, just, just, it just came to me as you were talking about it in terms of like, quote unquote, peaking. So on a scale of one to 10, like if you put yourself on a scale of one to 10, 10 being the best you've ever played, one being you're just having the worst of worst days. um like where would you put yourself right now right now um i would say like at about i would say to like maybe maybe a five honestly like in the middle um 
Well, I'm on, I'm on a different controller that? right now. Well, I'm on like, I'm on a Series X controller. So that kind of is a big hindrance because there's no, like I'm, I play best when I'm on an Xbox One controller um, for sure. And uh, there's like none to buy like in like North America. Oh, really? Yeah, they because they because there was like lawsuits and stuff against Microsoft. Um, about the uh, controller? About yes, there was lawsuits for the controller because every controller straight out of the box would might have like a fifteen dead zone stick drift. Like you have to go above fifteen dead zone to not have stick drift. The right bumpers would break like could break in a day. You know? Oh, their controllers are awful. Right. So they got sued for that. Um, as they should. Those right, because they are were garbage. manufacturing them knowing that, knowingly manufacturing them with these flaws, and they they knew that, so they did, and they didn't stop. So it hmm. becomes like a like a you know I'm not sure what the lawsuit was, maybe false advertising, probably a few things, but um, yeah. So then they started making the 2020 version, is what they call it, Series X, right? But it's basically they just branded as Xbox controller. 2020 edition or whatever um and that's kind of what they're sticking with and i think that i don't think they're manufacturing xbox one controllers anymore they might be i'm not sure but um yeah those things are garbage you should just switch to playstation i've tried i've tried quite a few times but the position of the stick being like far down um maybe it's because i have like shorter thumbs possibly but uh like let's say i try to like flip cancer or half flip I can't yeah. go directly up and down. I always go like veer off to the left side because Dude, my thumb doesn't stretch enough for me. I do that. I do that too. I've, I, I've right. spent a lot of time in free play. Just it's trying a big problem with places. Like when I think what I think is down is actually just a little bit to the right. Yeah. And what I think is up is like just a little bit to the left. So yeah. I've been working on my half lips. I've been working on my like both directions, front and back. And it, it, it's taken me a lot of, and it, it's funny. So it's funny that you say that because like the same grind that you put into getting your mechanics in the same place that they are is literally all you would have to do to be able to get that down on, on a new controller. Yeah. And but I it's, might not have it's almost it more time. frustrating because you know, you can already do it and having to like right. relearn that skill yeah. is almost more aggravating than learning a new skill. Yeah, exactly. And like that reminds me like Danny, Danny is playing um uh, she's KBM, right? So yeah. and she's been trying to play controller and that's the same, you know, kind of uh struggle that she goes through when she plays controller cuz and it's the same and it, and it all comes back to the same thing that I was saying before that you get trapped in this mindset of only seeing your best. You don't see your normal you just see your best. So yeah, that, and that's just amplified when you're trying something that's completely uncomfortable. Right. And, um, it's even worse for me because all I see is people like you. Yeah. Well, and then same with me, all I see is people that are, you know, pro and stuff like that. Right. And, uh, so, so yeah, it's, you're always like struggling to feel confident enough in yourself. Like rocket league is a very cruel game because it's all on you and it's so pure you don't have any like cheese. Like if you're playing like a like a like a sports game, like I was saying, like you got cheese that you can do that are just very yeah. simple things that'll work that you like you don't have to have much like skill to do. It's manipulating um, the mechanics of the game as opposed to like act I mean it's still skill, right? I don't want to take anything yeah, away from oh, those of games. Course. They're still skilled. 
Yeah, and it's, it's just very, cheesy very skill. Different. It's just cheesy skill. Like it's like yeah. you're you've gotten consistent enough with this thing that might take you a hundred hours to learn. But with Rocket League, you might take three thousand hours to learn something that becomes like quote unquote like cheesy, like an air dribble bump or something. You know what I mean? Like, uh-huh. but that takes totally. way longer than, um, you know, things in like other games. So, um, but yeah, so, what was it? What was the original thing? Because I kind of went on a tangent there. Uh, we're all over the place. We were kind of, I want to go back to the scale because you said you were a five. So right, right. what so, would it, what would it take you to get back to a 10 or w- like, when's the last time you feel like you were a 10? That's a good question. I was, when you were originally asking that, I thought that's what you were going to ask. And that's what I was thinking of. Um, and uh, it's hard to say, but like, it's, it's, there's moments of it. You know what I mean? It's never like a stretch of time that's too long. It feels like maybe when it's super long, maybe a couple of weeks. Um, I guess like my last like short burst of feeling like I was peaking was when I, I hit like at the, at the beginning of this season, I believe um, I was like 14, 20 and ones, which was like top 10. And I was beating some like really good players and ones. But then even then it doesn't really feel like I'm peaking because it just feels like I'm locked into the zone for ones it doesn't feel like i'm peaking all around do you know what i mean like Mm -hmm. if i hopped into some twos or threes at that point i probably wouldn't have done very well because i was just locked into such like a specific like niche of the game you know what i mean which was like ones and doing like the sweaty ones things like you know dribbling the ball dropping it for a 50 just like i was recognizing those plays but then once you hop into twos and threes it's it's different right so um i guess the last time i felt like i was peaking really well like just overall gameplay probably was when i was really sweating twos um and that was before they made the ssl change so two seasons ago i don't know how long that would be and that season was so long so it's hard to say when it was but yeah um probably in the middle of that season so maybe like maybe like eight months ago something like that seven months ago possibly um there was like a stretch of like maybe a month or something where I was just consistently playing against like pros and twos and being uh-huh. like at, at the around like the 1900, 2000 range in twos. And, you know, I would queue with some pros and threes or queue with some high ranked players and threes sometimes occasionally. And, you know, I could hop in the ones and do well. I just felt like I was doing so well, like overall, you know what I mean? Yeah. Which is much different than if I'm playing really well in ones, I feel like. Um, so, yeah, but right now, like, I don't have the controller. I feel like sometimes I play solid. Um, uh, but yeah, like, I don't know. There's something about the Series X. It just feels like like a lot heavier as well. And um, mm-hmm. and um, the half flips aren't as like, uh, or the, not the half flips, but the, um, the flip cancels aren't as like direct, like snappy as yeah. the Xbox One. It's, it's closer to like a PS4 controller. Like on PS4, you can't like... You can, but it's very difficult to like half flip very quickly or sorry, flip cancel very quickly. Um, And that's like, you know, a big part of like my game and a big part of me feeling good, especially, you know what I mean? Because it's not like I'm flip canceling all the time and everything, but Mm -hmm. if I hop into free play and I can't flip cancel, well, then it throws me off for everything else. You know what I mean? Sure. Totally. So, and that's another thing about Rocket League, like it's all about like your mindset because you, you don't have to be able to flip cancel. You don't have to be able to do all these things. You can just, if you have the right mindset, you can just do like play within yourself, what you're currently able to do. And then 
um, you'll have success, but it's hard to, to do that. Um, you know, you just want to be able to do everything, I, I suppose. Um, especially the way that I, I play the game, I guess. I mm. like, I need to be able to do everything, but, um, right. Yeah. So I don't know what it would take to get back to a 10, to be honest. I mean, having an Xbox one controller might help a bit, but then it's all about like, um, my mindset, I suppose, with how I'm grinding. Like, yeah, I got to be disciplined, right? Like, that's, a, a lot I mean, of, that's an interesting statement, isn't it? I got to right. be disciplined. Right. Well, like the way you play Rocket League, if you're allowing yourself to make mistakes that you don't have to, like you're allowing yourself to fall into bad habits, then you need that like discipline to like tell yourself to just stay like within um you, like within what you should be doing rather than like you know going for uh more mechanical shots let's say or um you know like going for challenges and like when you shouldn't like making sure you're being like sound positioning and like you know shadowing and things like that um but yeah it's a lot about discipline because like for people that like watch my streams and stuff they'll like see it sometimes i'll just like I won't be like being disciplined in, in Rocket League and I'll just like, I'll be losing by like six and there's like a minute and a half left and I'll be like, all right, I'm going to switch it. I'm going to go sweat. And then sometimes I'll just like completely be disciplined. And I'll come back and score like seven in a minute, you know, mm -hmm. like, so I can turn it off and on sometimes. Um, I actually did that today. I was down like seven, two with like a minute and a half or something. And I scored five goals to tie in like 30 seconds. It was pretty, it was pretty ridiculous. It's crazy that you can do that at that level. Like yeah, well, playing like, somebody on the same level as you. It's just that blows my mind. Well, yeah, I mean, I guess like right now I'm not at SSL. I'm like around 13. I'm close to SSL. But so against those players, I suppose that like it's me like putting myself down to that level, I guess. Like if I'm sure, you know what I mean? Rather than me being at that level, that's like my right. peak. That's like more yep. like my lower middle right so if right. i can just turn it up a bit then i can just you know win the game you know yeah fairly easily when um, you start turning into like a sweaty tryhard as opposed to right that's streaming a game for the entertainment of others and like exactly engaging. yeah so and it's a hard balance because i'm trying to have fun as well but i also yeah. have a lot of fun when i'm sweating like if i'm playing well sure so, but but the thing is it's a lot easier um, to just mess around and maybe hit some cool shots and, and um, you know, get a win here and there um, than it is to, like, put the work in to be disciplined and sweat and then get yourself in, like, a good game shape to, like, win games consistently and play well. Um, mm -hmm. Both will have, like, you know, somewhat equal, satis like, satisfaction. Um, like, if I hit some really nice shots, that'll be quite satisfying, um, even if I, like, lose the game, um, opposed to doing really well and trying really hard and getting myself to that point where I can just like play really solid and like take over a game, you know, that'll be satisfying as well. Um, mm -hmm. But, and then it's just kind of like, cause, cause then see the problem is when I'm, if I'm just like messing around, let's say, or trying to hit shots and not really being disciplined. Um, if I do bad on that, then it's like, okay, I got to sweat. I got to like, I got to, I got to get out of this. I can't do this anymore. Then it's just like a double whammy, right? Exactly. Exactly. Because then I need to put in all this work. And I've already like created so many bad habits that it's like twice the work. Um, mm -hmm. 
and then I have to do so much to get back to like being like sweaty, quote unquote, uh, and playing properly. And then you can get like lost, you know, like if you like with the bad habits and stuff like that, like it really takes a lot of like mental fortitude to get yourself to like a sweaty place, you know? And like I mean, you were talking you... about Ranny too, right? Like Ranny's like, Ranny's like been locked in in that like sweat mode in ones, let's say for like a long time, you know? Yeah. And for sure. So like, he's a good example of someone that's just been locked in and that's what he takes pride in is playing the game just very solid and sound mm -hmm. um so yeah i think it's interesting that you say that because that was that was going to be my next question is like if you had your preference in terms of being a streamer do you think you would like to focus more on just being the best player that you can be or do you like the the kind of freestyle uh flashy play like you want right. to win games, but it's more like what happens along the way through the game, as long as like it looks good or it's entertaining. Like which which side of that coin do you think you would prefer? Well, if it was just a coin flip and I didn't have to do the work, then I would say being the best player I can, right? Like being super sweaty and you know being up there in the ranks, maybe like having aspects of going pro or something. Like obviously, I would want that. I mean, I, I guess it's not obvious, but. Um, I would want that for sure, but it's a lot of work and it's not, it's just very difficult to do that. But some would say it's very difficult to do mechanics and hit double flip resets and musty flicks and all that stuff as well, you know, but yeah. Would you say it's not difficult to have gotten where you already are? No, I, I feel like it's not difficult. You have to have the right mindset um, to learn like mechanics and stuff because a lot of people, when they try to learn a mechanic, they don't allow themselves to feel uncomfortable and once they try to learn something, they feel very uncomfortable with it and they'll try for a bit. And if they don't get it, if they don't start seeing like drastic improvement, they'll just give up on it and stay where they're at and they won't go outside of that like box that they're in. Um, but if you want to learn mechanics, you need to be like, you need to be like watching videos. You, you first initially you want do something to see, you've never done before. Exactly. And you need to see what you want. You have to first find what you want to learn too. like. You know, people would just be like, oh, well, I want to like, you know, musty flick or air dribble or something like that, um, you know, without watching like videos or without having any guidance of how to learn it. And they'll just go and like mess around and try to get it. And you might be able to get it that way with certain things, but um, you need to like kind of like research or like really analyze if you're just doing it off of like not a tutorial and like maybe watching a freestyler or watching a pro or something like that and seeing what they're doing you have to like really analyze what they're doing with their car and try to mimic that in like free play or whatever um but yeah it's about allowing yourself to feel uncomfortable and then just putting like hours and hours and hours of repetition without getting frustrated you know and and seeing seeing where you're gonna be rather than where you are and you know a lot of which people which is what you had to do because in in 2016 there wasn't tons of like videos on exactly. how to's and to get better so that's yeah. exactly what you did right yeah basically yeah that's what i would do maybe i'd take like i would watch tutorials on what was currently available and what people were currently doing or if there wasn't tutorials i would see what people are doing um like what the best like mechanics are right now because it like you know, over the years, it would just be like waves of like certain mechanics would become more popular and yeah. like would pop up. Um, so I would see what people are doing and they'd be like, okay, I have to learn it now. So I would sit there 
If there was a uh, tutorial, I would watch that. If there wasn't, I would see what they're doing and just analyze it and just see like what is happening with their car, with their boost, with the momentum of the ball, all of that stuff um, and see, okay, I got to try to mimic that. And then, you know, it's all about like feeling at that point, like, and you feel like, okay, I'm starting to do it. Um, And then you have to recognize the little mistakes that you're making, but it's just a lot of like deep analysis of someone else's car and how they're moving. Um, If you don't have like a strict tutorial to follow. So what's the difference between when you were coming up and like going through this process of getting better and now like you've put in all this work? Well, now it's basically like consistency because I can basically do almost any mechanic now. Right. Um, Besides maybe. Sorry. You said you said earlier, like if, if it was easy as like a coin flip you would pick being as good as you can be, but it's, it's easier to just hit the shots, but it wasn't easy getting to where you are now. Yeah. Yeah. It's about, it's like, well, really it would just be about me deciding to put in the work and, and, um, you know, not being lazy. I guess I'm taking the lazy way out. You would say, right. Like by just doing, what I already know how to do, you know, I'm not stepping outside the box. Like I said earlier, I'm staying yeah. in my box uh-huh. of what I, what I can currently do. Sure. Um, I feel like there are people like, it's very comparable to people that are passionate about sports, like Steph Curry, LeBron James, uh, Kevin Durant, like these NBA players that are just at the height of the game. And then it also continue to work to like stay at the top. And then there are people in the NBA that are just like, they've put in work, they're naturally gifted and they're in the NBA making millions of dollars. No big deal, right? right? Like, or it it is a big deal that they've been able to do that, but then they're just kind of resting on their laurels. They have their skill, they have their contract and they just do what they do. Like, and that's the difference that you, like you put in the work to get to where you are and uh, my experience is like now there's just a level of satisfaction where you're good enough to do what you need to do and not necessarily ready to jump in the deeper end of the pool to get even further. Yeah, exactly. And, and, and it becomes so skewed, like the higher you get and the more hours you put in, um, that like, it's, it's hard for me to even say like what I would need to do to get sweaty because I've already done it. I've already done like what I like, like a good, like uh, thought to like ponder is like, well, I probably done almost everything right. At least once, you know, like every situation or like, you know, maybe not every situation mathematically, but in generally every situation I've done the right thing before. So it's about putting that all together and, and like always being close to doing the right thing. Like that's what like a pro does, you know, Mm -hmm. they will, do the right thing generally all the time. And, you know, it's like, like, a, like an example would be like, if someone has like a flick opportunity, I've done the right thing on that. If someone has passed to me, I've, sh- I've scored it properly. Like, you know what I mean? Every little situation over all these thousands of hours, I've probably done, you know, done it before, but it's about, you know, recognize, like you have to think so quickly in Rocket League. So you, you have to, it's like, you have to lock into like a zone where, um, 
you're seeing the right options like instantaneously, like instantly. Um, and yeah, it's like, it's, it's hard for me to snap into that mode. Like I want to, it's a lot. Of, yeah. I don't know. It's hard when I'm always playing on stream as well. Cause I feel like I have to grind off stream, but then when I'm playing, if I ever come on the rocket league and I'm not streaming, I'm like, well, I can just go stream. I should, I should be streaming, should <laughs> especially, be doing that. especially if I'm playing well, I'm like, well, why aren't I streaming this? You know? So, right. Do you, do you feel like you're as passionate about rocket league as you were when you started playing? Definitely not. Well, okay. It's a different type of passion. It's a passion like before it would be like a passion to just get better and you can have so much pure fun just playing by yourself sitting in free play like just listening to the game sound for like hours and you can get a lot of satisfaction from that um nowadays my satisfaction comes from you know doing cool things on stream or having fun on stream with my chat and stuff like that and uh, i mean it's a job for me now too so there's that you know that's always in the back of your mind and stuff like that as well but um so yeah like the passion is different but i will say that like when i feel like i'm playing like near my best like that is still as satisfying as it was when i first started like it's it's like what you play for you know you play to feel like i'm doing really good right now you know like that feeling is so good it's it's amazing like that's why rocket league is, is so incredible like obviously all games have that but with Rocket League, it's so much more satisfying because it's just so hard. Like, you know how hard the game is. And when you yeah. feel like you just can't miss or you're just like, you know, I'm doing everything. I can read any ball or I'm making the right decision all the time. Like, that is just like, you know, that's amazing. And it still is and always will be. So it is like a different um, uh, like kind of passion. And I guess with the like, you know, mechanic stuff. Like if I'm not being sweaty and I'm just like doing the dumbest thing possible all the time, uh, that, hmm. that is still satisfying too. Like doing, you know, things that are just completely unnecessary, but look really cool and feel good. Like that's still very satisfying as well. Uh, but well, it's definitely less satisfying. They can both be true though. Right? Like they're not, yeah. they're not independent of each other. Right. Well, yeah, you can be like, you could, it, yeah, it's, it's a balance, right? It's such like a impossible balance. Um, and, and I don't play much threes. So that's another thing too, right? Like if you're not playing threes, then you're not really playing, you know, real rock or pro rock league or whatever. Anyway, like you can't go pro in twos, like, no matter sure. how good you are. Right. Uh huh. So that's another thing. I would have to get addicted to playing threes and obsessed at getting better in threes. So would that you would though? have to happen. Wait, have to get better at playing in threes for what? Well, if I wanted to like go pro or like have those sort of aspirations um, or like try to get on a team and stuff like that. Like, you know, if the real competitive side of Rocket League, you'd have to do it through threes, right? Unless you're doing tournaments and like ones like Johnny Boy stuff or yeah whatnot um but yeah like i don't know i don't know if i'll if i'll do it in threes i sometimes like i feel like i want to but um solo queuing threes is it's tough <laughs> like 
sure it, it doesn't feel proper ever you know unless you, even if even if when you're playing in really high lobbies it's it feels more random you know like if you're gonna win or not yeah it always feels so random and ones it's not random unless you're good at kickoffs or the other person's not good at kickoffs i guess right um but in ones it's a lot of just like pure outplays in threes it's a lot of you know outplays but it's harder to like it's harder to pinpoint what the outplay was in threes it's, you know it's not just you're outplaying there's the yeah, other people that you have to work around as well so many factors like how much boost does the other team have how much boost do you have what bounce did you get off the wall um you know someone picked up a demo like 12 seconds earlier that played into it you know what i mean there's so many factors that go into like getting a goal in threes um so yeah it's a lot it's a lot more random feeling but obviously it's not random sure. um but yeah it seems a lot more random especially like i'm not like at a high rank i might be like 1600 in threes like a high rank i guess and then you know compared to like a pro or something yeah um so playing in like a 1600 lobby it just you know you never know what you're gonna get <laughs> it's just like you know, you, you don't even know if your teammate's going to hit the ball when it goes up in the air. You don't know. Or like, or they'll just like, you'll go for the ball and, you know, all your, all your other teammates will also go, you know, like. Well, that's, that's like you playing basketball or a sport that some other game that you're really good at, you know, with junior high kids. Right. Like you're just, I mean, if you're an adult or a good adult basketball player, like yeah you you're just better right but at the same time it's very unpredictable but yeah it's also hard to just like you can't like carry a threes lobby unless you're like really playing well and you carry subtly in threes like if a pro gets dropped into a 1600 lobby they're not gonna just ball chase and just outplay everybody they're gonna stay behind everyone and make sure that they don't get scored on so it's a very subtle carry right you let your teammates do whatever they want waste their boost go for you know go challenge in their other team's corner, you know, stuff that they shouldn't be doing. And then you got to be the one to like be behind and make sure that that doesn't cost you guys a goal. Exactly. Yes. So, and that's very discipline reliant and you know what I mean? So that's completely contrary to how I normally play. Or if I'm like, if I'm having fun in ones, like messing around, not playing discipline at all, going for flip resets, going off the wall in, in the air, every single play, like, you know, uh, it's completely different. Um, but you know, like having a, con- like, see, the thing is like having a conversation like this with you will probably like, it's, it feels like it's sparking like me to try to like be more disciplined, you know, like I'll probably end up playing later and like doing a stream where I'm pure sweating, like, and just trying, trying to, uh, win as much as possible. Yeah. I find well, the more I-, I talk about it, it, it makes me want to, I think, because there's a part of you that knows that you're capable of it and you've just been avoiding. Yeah. Well, yeah. Like, and well, and I, I, I don't, I try to never like acknowledge that it's always other people telling me that like the people that are close to me, like, you know, my best friends or, or Danielle or, or whatnot. And they'll be the ones saying that to me and trying to like drill it into my head that like, you know, you got to like believe in yourself and you know, you can do that. And they're trying to like, you know, explain it to me that i can that i can do this like especially yogurt stay like so like a backstory on yogurt stay he's been like my best friend 
online for like seven years or six years, maybe even longer. Um, Shout out to Yogurt Stain. Exactly. Yeah. Just no. missed out on that founders badge. <laughs> oh, sorry, Yog. I'll make it up to you, brother. I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> but um, yeah, so he's been like a big help throughout my whole like gaming career, I guess you'd say. Um, he's the one that helped me get like my PC, like financially chipped in for that. And um, he's the one that like pushed me to do YouTube. Like funny story. Um, so when I when I went to go on PC and he helped me get it, um, we had like aspirations of me doing YouTube. And that was kind of a big point of me switching to PC it was like, well, yeah, like and once he seen that I got GC, he's like, dude, let's do like YouTube and stuff like you're getting you're good at this game. And he would always like hype me up and gas me up about Rocket League. And he's like, you should do YouTube. And I was like, yeah, we could we could start doing YouTube. And I bought this software for like editing. Shouldn't have bought it. It was terrible. But I bought the <laughs> software. It was some weird. It was started with a P. Um, I forget Premier? what it's called. No, no, no. Like it's a, it's like a bootleg premiere is terrible, but it was like a hundred dollars. It was Pinnacle. Pinnacle. I think it's what it's called. You probably never even heard of it. <laughs> but it was like a hundred and twenty dollars or something for no, the I software. I don't think I have. Yeah, it's bad don't get it but <laughs> <laughs> yeah so um i got that and we're like okay we're gonna you know we'll start doing some youtube here soon and um like a day or two later maybe like three days later i i uh was queuing like some solo q3s and i ran into um the camping rusher um he was like a big rocket league youtuber and he was like you know we're doing like we played in this game and he said in the chat he's like we're, you know do you want to come play with us and he was recording a video at the time and um i was like yeah sure and i've heard of him i actually watched his videos like recently um i like I, I just seen his video on youtube i was like yeah like you you're the youtuber right like i've seen i've seen your videos before and he was like yeah like yeah that's me you want to play um and we started playing i didn't even know that they were recording but yeah we were playing and he was recording and i was on the video like playing with them and he like titled it around it or something maybe but um and then he was like, yo, we should do this more often. Like we're, you know, this is really fun. I like playing. We like playing with you. I was like, yeah, sure. And then the next day, like he was like, you want to join a call and like be on this recording for this video? And I was like, yeah. <laughs> and I was like, I had like, like I was like 16, 17 or something. And um, my voice was a lot higher than it is now. But <laughs> anyway, anyway, so uh, yeah, I dropped, I jumped on the video and we recorded it. And he'd like titled it around me and everything like, like wheel shakers. That was like the, their like team name, like their whole thing with rocket league. And he's like, wheel shakers found a new teammate or something. And, um, like the whole comment section was like, yo, you should keep playing with this mittens guy. He's awesome. He's insane. Like the whole comment section, you can go see it now. It's actually insane. Like the people on his channel, like loved me for some reason. I don't understand it, but like that kicked off the whole YouTube thing for me. Um, and it was weird because like coincidence that we were going to do YouTube. So like, it seemed like it was, you know, destined, destined to be. Um, so yeah, so I started playing, uh, I started playing with them for a while and then um, I decided, okay, let's uh, like make a montage to like start off the, you know, the channel. Mm -hmm. And um, I made the montage and like within a day I had like 10,000 subscribers and um, which is like kind of insane for like, and he gave me like a, a quick little, quick little shout out in his video, like nothing extreme. Um, he gave me like a quick shout out 
And like, I probably had like 15,000 views or something in like a day or two on my video. And I was like, whoa. And like, everyone was subscribing to me from his channel and stuff. And um, that doesn't really happen with shoutouts, you know? Like, yeah. So the people just wanted, like, they liked me, you know? Like, it wasn't like from a shoutout, because like, I'll try to shout out people and stuff in it. And like, I remember like my teammate Jake that I actually played with, uh, Rusher, um, we were like a team. And I would shout him out like every video. And, you know, I shouted, uh, shouted him out probably like 50 times and he didn't even get what I got in the first day. So like, it was, I couldn't believe it. Like it was insane. And, uh, so I started doing YouTube and like, it was like, it was, it was going like for so well, like it was probably the happiest I've ever been, um, in terms of like rocket league and maybe in my life, like I was so happy. I couldn't believe it. Like I was like. I guess I'm a YouTuber now. Like, I was like, what? Like, this is crazy. So, yeah. So that's kind of where it all started. And um, and then I just kept going from there. I didn't even stream for like a year. And I started streaming. And then now, now I do streaming way more than YouTube. But, yeah. Sorry, I ranted. <laughs> no, that's okay. I'm, I'm just trying to... I'm trying to take it all in because there's like so much... I, I I just find it so interesting and I don't want to like, I don't want to ever pigeonhole somebody into a corner. And I'm also somebody that like, you know, I, I just, I just want the best for people. Right. I want people to get what I, you know, I, I want people to be able to thrive and get to where they think they're capable and I think they're capable. And exactly. I feel the same way. hundred percent. And I think I think I'm just really curious because uh, I, I want to go back to a comment that you made earlier about um, just trying to be the best that you had to be, and you link that to being a pro player, right? And like I I have no aspirations to be a professional player in Rocket League like that. I mean, would it be cool? Yeah. Like what I, what I say no to that, to have like the opportunity to just see what it's like. And obviously I would have to get a lot better before that were to happen. And like, would I take the opportunity? Yes. Is that my end goal? No. Like at the end of the day, my goal with this game and with my life is just to be able to play this game as much as possible. Like I just thoroughly love playing this game. And yeah. like there are multiple avenues to being able to do that. Like you can be right. a pro player and they get to play it all the time. And that's awesome. And there's doing something like you do, which is, which is being a content creator. Right. So, yeah, and that's another thing like, um, yeah, because like, I guess like when people ask me in my stream, do you want to be a pro or do you think you'll be a pro? I always say like, no, like, because I am happy doing what I'm doing, but then also you know, that's another question. Like if I, because like, if I like, like people will ask me if you could be a pro today, would you? And I would say like, I would, I would make them think about this. Well, it's like, I don't think I'm like mentally like capable of being a pro right now because I can't even be disciplined all the time in my games. You know what I mean? And mm -hmm. it's a lot of pressure and a lot of uh, obligation to always play well. Um, a lot of responsibility with scheduling and all that stuff. And, you know, you, yeah, you have to put a lot of work and discipline into it. So, um, that's my kind of mindset about being a pro and I don't really even think about being a pro much, but I do want to play as good as I can. And then for content creation, 
I don't feel like I do enough there either. You know, like I don't put enough videos out and I don't do the other social media platforms. I never really post on TikTok and stuff. Um, so I, I, it's like always this constant feeling of I'm not, I'm not doing enough. Like I need to be putting more work into what, what I'm doing. Like even in my gameplay and my content and stuff like that. Cause like a lot of my content, just like gameplay videos and, and stuff along those lines. And I see all these other YouTubers, like in the worst thing you can do if you're like a content creator is like compare yourself to like other content 100%. creators. I mean, that's the worst thing you can do in any aspect of life. Right. I mean, yeah. Yeah. Like you shouldn't be comparing to others, but it's hard not to because I see all these other YouTubers on Rocket sure. and they're like, they're great. You know, they make great videos. Like I'll watch them and I don't even really watch Rocket League, you know, and I'll watch the videos, you know, from time to time. So um, I feel like my videos, I would never watch my videos. Right. But then on the flip side, like the people that watch my videos, they might be like platinum or something and they just see like the gameplay and they like my voice and, you know, they, they enjoy it and they always want more. And I, and I, it's hard to like put yourself in that, that person's head. Rather, mm -hmm. you always put yourself in your own head and like, it's hard to upload videos all the time. If I feel like, oh, I'm not even making good videos, you know, like yeah. who would want to watch this or something, but then people always watch it and they always want more. And so it's, it's like a constant, like, you know, struggle that I have. And I, and I want to do more YouTube and I have some ideas in my head that are like, you know, a bit better than what I've been doing, I suppose, like just gameplay. But I mean, it is gameplay themed, but it's like a, with ideas behind it. Um, at, at the end of the day, I'm just going to throw this out. Like it is. How can I say this? Because the first way that's coming to my head is just a little wrong. It's not exactly what I want to say, but it's it's not your job. Like you have no control over what people think about your videos. Right. Like people are going to... It's gonna... better to put something out than to not put something out, like bottom line. Exactly. Yeah. And, and it's, it's not like a video is a final project. Like you're yeah. not going to be judged for the rest of your life on any... Unless, you know, you put out Logan Paul's forest he's video still from doing Japan. Well. It didn't like even, you, you know, he's still doing great. So really, yeah. and that's what I always say, like, and that's kind of like an anxiety topic sort of. Um, and I remember like I've, I've had friends that stream and they would have anxiety about going live. And I used to have like anxiety about going live and not feeling like good enough to go live. And the main like, you know, philosophy to, to have about it is that um, you can have the worst stream ever but it's not going to like, but at least you like at the end of the day, if you have the worst stream ever, you're going to feel relieved when it's over and then you can work towards the next one. And the next one will be better than that one. Cause that was the worst stream ever. Yeah, so the next stream is going to be better. Definitely. So There's it's always better to than learn from it. Right. Exactly. It's always better than not doing it and having like regret, you know, 100% of not doing it or just boredom or and, and falling deeper into like that, you know, like depression or something because you don't feel like you're doing enough. Um, so the philosophy is like philosophy is very easy to see that you should be doing it no matter what, even if you don't fully believe in it. Cause it like, it's better than not doing it. Like you shouldn't let anxiety like win and keep you from not doing, um, you know, things that you want to do. So well, I think, so to that, it's, it's almost like you should do it even more when you believe in it, even if you know that you're not going to get 
the desired end result immediately. Yeah. Well, like a good example, and we were talking about like, you know, how you were saying that you want to see people succeed and you see what people are capable of and you just want them to reach that, that point and, um, stuff like that. And, um, one of my viewers, Delaney, I don't know if you've seen his rock league videos, but yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah. I mean, he's, he's been he's my really viewer for a long time. Off. Right. So he's been my viewer for a long time and he started posting videos and he told me about it and I checked them out and they were getting like 300 views or something. Right. But they were like insane quality. Like he was doing like, they're really entertaining. And I was like, dude, you're going to blow up. Just keep doing it. Keep finding the trends and keep doing what you're doing. Like your editing's great. Like your style of the video yeah. and stuff. Like it's almost like a sunless con video or something. Just keep doing that. And you're going to blow up guaranteed, guaranteed, dude. Just look for the trends and keep doing that style and you're going to blow up. And then I seen today I was on YouTube. I was on YouTube and I got recommended a video from him, um, you know, that just came out and it had like a few hundred views in like a couple minutes. I was like, wait a second. He probably blew up, didn't he? And I go and look at his channel and he has videos of like over a million views. He has like, yeah, one of his videos has over a million views. Yeah. Man. And I'm like, yes, sir. Like, let's go, dude. Wait, like, are you exactly. not even subbed to your boy Delaney? You're I am gonna... subbed. Okay. I am subbed. That's what I'm saying. That's why I got the recommendation. Okay. Right. But I don't watch Rock League videos, so they don't really recommend them to me much. You know what got I mean? It. Yeah, sure. Um, the way the YouTube algorithm works. But yeah. So I did see that one because I'm subbed and it just came out. Um, and then I looked and then I watched like a few of his videos. I'm like, dude, this is awesome. Like you blew up. I commented on his video, like, let him know, like, like that I'm proud of him and stuff. And yeah, like that's kind of a good example is uh, uh, like from what you were saying and the original thing that you said, <laughs> I went on a tangent and I remembered what you said before, but I forget what the, what you said to spark that was, um, about, uh, something. Oh, like if the end result, right. So like him doing that, making those like, like a fresh channel and not getting much views, putting all that work into that video and not getting much from it um, in terms of like views and reach, that didn't deter him. And look what happened, right? Right, exactly. So it's like a perfect example of him just putting in the work and, and just believing that it will pay off in the long run. And, and that also ties back to things with Rocket League and mechanics and and you know wanting to get better like it's not about you know where you are now you got to see f the future right you got to see where you can be and mm -hmm. and allowing yourself to push past that like uncomfortable stage because like it might have been uncomforting for him to upload a video that he put 100 hours of work in 50 hours of work in and then to get a few hundred views you know what i mean like that's like you know Definitely. that might put him on at, at like you know that might be uneasy for him and, and seeing that, like, oh, like, should I, like, you question yourself, like, should I even be doing this? Same when you're trying to learn a new mechanic in Rocket League. Like, when you start to practice and you're like, should I even be doing this? Like, I can't do this right. Will I be able to do this? And all these questions start filling your head. But you have to, like, somehow ignore those questions and just hard focus on where you can be, you know? And mm -hmm. that's, like, a good philosophy to follow for many things in life, right? So, Yeah. yeah. No, I think, I think that's a really, that, that's exactly it. And if it's something that you want, if it's something that you believe in, it's, it's about understanding that each video, I mean, in terms of YouTube or content, like here I am, you know, before you came in with your 150 viewers and, you know, so many stayed and 
followed and all that like you know somebody asked me how many viewers do you normally average like well just two or three right now but i have a podcast that gets a few hundred downloads every week you know i'm doing this and eventually it could get to a place where it is a thing like it is what i do it is it is like the consistent thing and i'm doing it the way that i want to do it like yeah i and i mean shout out to delaney for actually doing this and and making it happen that video that had a million views like and he even said it you know it was it was an idea of like a mr beast idea having people float in the air until everybody fell and like i i don't want this to be an this isn't an ego thing this isn't this is just me kind of giving an example of like where i'm at in the whole process like i had that idea months ago like i knew that that or i thought that would be a cool video right and i can't i don't want to take the time to make videos like that even though they would be more successful because i'm so focused on just wanting to get better at the game like that is my focus and so i'm trying to create and build content around that and build a community around that as opposed to doing videos like that because that is what I'm passionate about. That's what I want to focus on, even though it might not grow my brand or who I am as quickly as possible. Well, and it, and it can, you like, you can do really whatever you want and the way YouTube, especially YouTube, the way that works is you have to try to translate whatever it is you're doing into something that's like a trend currently or or valuable to other people in some way. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Right. Like, so you're like, let's say like you're trying to get better and you're trying to learn and you're like at like, you know, the mid to mid high, like range of players. Right. Mm -hmm. And in terms of like skill level and you could like take that concept of learning and stuff like that and turn it into, you know, something that's like trendy, right? Like, uh, like, let's think of an idea, like, um, um, going like, you know, you could say like going from, you know, going from this rank or whatever to SSL, like, what does it take? Or you could like ponder like these, these ideas and try to like dissect it, like analyze, um, like where you are now and where you need to be, like what an SSL does compared to what you do and stuff like that. So like, those are just like ideas, but then all you have to do would be to have, and I say, all you have to do, it is like difficult to find it, but you would have to get like titles and thumbnails that are very clickable and then have the video high enough quality and, you know, enjoyable enough to watch where they stay to watch for, you know, quite a bit of time. And, that's the three metrics that YouTube, um, that's all you need in YouTube is, um, it's, uh, so click through rate, which is when a video is shown, whether, uh, whether it's in recommended or, well, I guess it's only recommended, but in the different areas of recommended, Mm -hmm. um, how often is it clicked? So I believe I watched like a algorithm video before, um, Veritasium, do you know Veritasium? Mm, He's like a, He's like a science, like math YouTuber, like really smart YouTuber, like does a lot of like crazy stuff like that, like crazy, like mathematical or astrophysics and stuff like that. But so he did one on the algorithm and he talked to Mr. Beast about it. And he said, like Mr. Beast said, the difference between having like a 15% click through rate and a 25% click through rate would be like millions of views difference. 
Oh, for um, sure. And so, you know, it's about having a high enough click-through rate where you can start to, where your video gets recommended like exponentially, like it grows exponentially with each percent basically. But so you have the click-through rate and then when they click through the watch time, um, so how long they watch, uh, what percentage of the video, stuff like that, 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 um, in turn gives you impressions. And then the third one, why can I think of the third one? What is the third one? Is there, I mean, it really comes down one. to click through rate and watch time, right? When it comes really, to YouTube. Really? Those are the most important. Yeah. But there's another one that is important as well, but yeah, let's just say those two likes um, or comments, maybe. Uh, those, I don't think those actually, those don't actually do much. I, I mean, YouTube has stated that those don't actually mm. do anything, but it probably does. It has to do something because if you're getting a lot of likes on your video, then that must mean that your video is enjoyable. If you're getting a lot of comments, that must mean your video is enjoyable or at least, yeah. uh, you know, enough, like, uh, interesting enough to talk about when i've heard mr beast talk about it in a in a couple videos he focuses on click-through rate and watch time like those right. are that's the name of the game because what does and youtube want they want insane. you to watch videos right right because it's all about ads yeah so. they want you it's to meant- be on the platform as long as possible watching videos as long as possible yeah and one thing about youtube that i that is like really weird and seems counterintuitive is that if you have a video that's 20 minutes long and you have four ads in that video, right? Opposed to a video that's three minutes long and that has one ad in it, your ads will get higher. You'll get a higher click-through rate or a higher CPM. Like, so you'll get more per thousand views or whatever on that one ad in the 20 minute video that has four ads. So one of those ads, you'll get more than the three minute video that has one ad. Sure per ad and you have four of them. So right. you might get like five times more money on one of the ad opposed to the three minute video, but they just value your longer video so much that you they make your ads more valuable. Hmm. Um, which is weird. You would think like if someone made like a high quality four minute video, their ad should be very valuable because that's all they get is that one ad opposed to like a 25 minute gameplay video that has four or five ads. And this person is making way more off of one of them than the person that has like a four minute video. Right. So it is weird. And they just value length and watch time, which is why, uh-huh. you know, my style of doing like gameplay videos and trying to make the gameplay videos interesting or, or playing really well or at high level or against pros or whatever it is that I, that I upload um, it being like a long time um, gives me a better chance of YouTube wanting to recommend it. Right. It benefits Um, you. Yeah. And it benefits me like monetary monetarily and stuff like that as well. Um, so yeah, I'm going to start grinding some YouTube videos after this conversation. I'm going to, it's going to be talking about YouTube and, and discipline all these things. It's, it's healthy to talk about for me, especially because when you keep it in your head, you, you lose logic and, uh, yeah. You can go with what you're going to say. Sorry. Well, I just, I just think it, you know, especially in the world of content creators. And I think this is especially true from an outside perspective of 
YouTube creator or YouTube Rocket League creator, like Rocket League content creators in general. Um, and I don't watch a ton of Rocket League videos right. because I'm so focused on like my own stuff again. Exactly. Um, yeah. But there's a lot of like siloed creators. And I talked to Danny a little bit about this too. Like I feel like everybody is in their own little hole of like, yeah. I do these kinds of videos and yeah, like I just do them or like streamers, like most Rocket League streamers just sit with their chats and, uh, you know, do the same thing. Like they do viewer tournaments or they just play games. Um, right. I can't, I can't even remember why I got on. The, I, I have no idea why I was going in this direction. Right. But That's like, what keeps happening to me. But we, yeah, we were talking about, um, about, uh, like why I was saying like talking about talking about this helps me like want oh, to do more. Yeah. So thank you for saying that. Uh, cause it's, it's, it's healthy and productive to talk to other humans about the things that you're doing. Like it's, it's good to be able to be like, yeah, I actually did want this, but I've just been spending so much time in my own head going through the same routines, doing the same old thing that I lost sight of that. But yeah. like working with other people or talking to other people that want the same things as you and whether or not they're holding you accountable or encouraging you or whatever, just having those conversations like gives you a boost in moving back into line with the things that you know that you want, but for whatever reason have been, uh, you've kind of like fallen off the path. Right. And it's like, I mean, it's like a positive feedback loop that gives you um, like solidity to your thoughts and like aspirations. Like for sure. When you're like when you're like thinking in your head, it's like a fleeting thought and a fleeting like feeling of, you know, anxiety or whatever, or um, you know, like a, like a dread, like I'm not doing enough. Right. And um, if you just keep that in your head, you can keep convincing yourself that you will eventually like procrastination basically. And that, um, and you can keep justifying to yourself that you don't like need to, to do this right now. And, you know, I'll be better eventually, or I'm not good enough right now, but I will be, you know, but when mm -hmm. you talk to someone, you, when you talk to someone about it, it takes those like, um, those like questioning thoughts that you have and turns it into something where it's like, well, I, I can do this now. I don't have to be this like, there's like a there's a flaw that a lot of content creators and stuff fall into where you look for the perfect moment to do something and that probably happens a lot in life in general but like you're waiting for this perfect time to do it or you feel like you know you're in a great mood and you feel like you're playing really well or whatever it is that you're doing and you're waiting for the perfect moment to finally pull the trigger and like make a video or do a stream or something like that mm -hmm. and that's like it, it's never going to come that time is never going to come exactly and the more that you wait to do that the more the more like impossible it becomes like you need like to get that perfect feeling you need to actually do a video when you're not feeling great or when you don't think you're you know perfect or do a stream and then that'll give you that boost of confidence to be able to get to that perfect feeling that you're idealizing in your head what's well, so, it I things like YouTube and streaming are so weird because you want every video 
or it can be easy to fall into that um like chasm of thinking every video or hoping that every video is the one that makes you pop off right like right. this yeah. is going to be the video like just think if delaney had made that last to stop flying video and mm-hmm. it only got you know ten thousand views like right. he thought this was gonna this is an idea that could really change my career and then it yeah. just doesn't well it's also like perspective right like and if he did that as his first video and it got 10,000 views, he would be ecstatic, right? He'd right. Be like, wow, this, because he was getting like, you know, a few hundred views on his first videos. Right? But then, so. or even if it was the first video and it gets 100,000 views and then he does another one and it gets 200. That right. Kind of, and, like you, yeah. oh, well, mine, the, I've just made it now, you know? And yeah. it's the, it's, we've been talking about content a lot for the past 15 or so minutes and like, if you just take out YouTube or Twitch and you insert Rocket League, like it's the same thing. Exactly. It's basically it basically just comes down to persistence, right? So yeah. it's the In same thing with Rocket League, where you know I don't necessarily promote just grinding game after game because you don't necessarily learn anything yeah. by doing that. But yeah. it's it's about taking the game, aka a YouTube video. And then seeing what worked about that video, what didn't work, what or what worked about that game, what didn't work about that game, and then going back to the drawing board, whether that's writing a script or getting a better idea or, you know, finding other things to work with or going back to free play or creating a training pack and working on those things that didn't work or playing another game and thinking about your rotations more or how you challenge more and then trying again. Like even though... Rocket League is a five minute game. It's it's a game of life where you're going to be able to keep going back. It's whether or not you learn from what you've already done and implement it into something better for the future. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, it's 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 very analytical. Like you have to and you have to put yourself in that like perspective where you're looking at it like in a in a healthy way and just trying to analyze it Um and like analyze like small details of what went wrong and, and what went right and where you can improve and then trying not to overwhelm yourself with the entire big picture, right? Yes. Like you need to isolate very small aspects of, you know, if it's a game, if it's a video, whatever, you need to aspect very small, tangible things that you can improve on and just hard focus that until you get the improvement because at least you improved overall. Like you improved mm-hmm. a little bit on this one specific thing. Like if it's Rocket League, um, that's why like when people ask me like, how do I learn how to do this? Or or how do I learn, like how do I learn how to air dribble or flip reset and stuff like that? I'm saying like, I'll say to them, you shouldn't be worrying about the entire mechanic as a whole. You should be worrying about the steps to lead to that mechanic. Like yes. for, for air dribbling, well, the first step is being able to hit the ball properly towards the wall, right? Like if you want to learn it off the wall, let's say. Um, the first step would be able to hit the ball properly towards the wall where it's not bouncing and it's not going too fast um, where you can follow it up. Then the second step, and that's a tangible step that you could probably learn pretty easily depending on what your skill level is. Right. And once you get that down, then it's about how you pop it off of the wall. And then that's like another step that you can practice, right? That just that one thing, popping it off the wall and making, making sure that it's not too far Um making sure that you're not hitting the the ceiling with the ball, stuff like that. Mm-hmm. And um, 
so, and then you just break it down into steps and, and learn those one or learn those small tangible steps one at a time. And, and you can translate that to anything in life, any skill, you know, school, whatever it is, you can translate it into just like, let's find something small that I can learn right now and practice right now, rather than let's focus on the entire, um, the entire, like, you know, big picture, right? Like, um, you know, people get trapped in like their skill level as a whole or their rank Mm -hmm. as a whole. And that's like, it's a terrible mindset to be in because if you just go into games, like people will say like, I'm diamond three, how do I get the champ one? I like, and I'll answer with just win a few games. Like it's like, you're in a range, like you just have to win a few games. Um, but you don't want to be champ, like champ one shouldn't be like your goal. Like, like, yeah, that's a small time right. goal, but like, you shouldn't be like, oh, if I get the champ one, then I'm going to be happy. Yeah. It'll make you a little bit happy, but you should be focusing on getting better. Um, getting better at small things uh, at like, and as a player, and then you'll just naturally climb your rank. You don't have to worry about winning a few games to get the champ one, because really you're not, you're not better than when you were three games before that. You're not yeah. even better. Your rank just is a little higher. Right. Right. So yeah, like I, I, like I say to people, like when they say like, Oh, I'm diamond three div two, how do I get the champ one? Like I say, well, just focus on making small improvements and one at a time and and set your goals way higher like you're like what you said like i want to be ssl by the end of the year that's like a that's a lot healthier to think about because you know if you say i want to be champ three or champ two you know you can get that today if you just have a good day and your teammates play well and you know you can get that today with being the same skill level right Mm -hmm. so um yeah so yeah people like you know if you want to get better at anything in life you need to like drastically um you know minimize what you're trying to learn and make it very small and just learn that one small thing one at a time um yeah so i think yeah a change and change in perspective in terms of like what it actually means to rank up it exactly would benefit a lot of people and I think that people say that they want one thing. And I mean, going back to like what you said earlier, it's just about putting in the work and not everybody, not a lot of people are willing to put in the work. Yeah. Well, people are scared of being uncomfortable and yes, our brains are wired to be comfortable and it's a problem. Like, have you ever seen Yes Theory, the YouTube channel? Mm hmm. Yeah. So like their whole thing is like seek discomfort. It's like a very powerful sentiment. Yeah. And, um, and that like, can, you can translate that into anything in life, but because our brains are wired to be comfortable, like our brains are still stuck in like, you know, thousands of years ago when we had to just try to survive. And so being comfortable is a sign of surviving. Right. So that comes that in this day and age, you don't need that as much. You, like being comfortable becomes a crutch. It becomes a, a, a problem rather than, you know, a sign of you're doing good, right? Like it can be like a sign if you're doing good, but you know what I mean? Like mm-hmm. if you're trying to get better at something, you don't want to be comfortable um, where you're at if you want to be better, right? So you have to allow yourself to be uncomfortable with new things and then, you know, with aspirations of being comfortable with, you know, these new things. So yeah, it's a, it's fighting your own instincts. 
your right. own, like your own subconscious subconscious well, and i think you know it's it's okay if you're like happy where you are right yeah yeah you can like be if happy you're satisfied you are, with where you are and you're happy and you feel good about it cool right like, yeah enjoy where you are and yeah. if you're not happy with where you are and you complain about it or you feel bad about exactly. it exactly and you're yeah. not doing anything about it that's that's where the issue arises exactly yeah because yeah there's a lot of people that will just be um you know they'll get down on themselves or they'll complain about not getting better um and not improving when they're not like in the right mindset to be able to improve like they want to just improve everything at once and mm -hmm. it's just not possible right you know right it's and it's funny that you say that because i'm i'm kind of going through that same thing right now uh like working on my so i've been working on flicks 45 degree flicks just getting better ball control in general and i've been yeah you know doing that on stream the past couple of days and enjoying that and then i'm like okay i'm starting to get it a little bit better let's try some ones games and like it's i just soon. could not execute yeah. Yep, that's what, and that, and that's weird because like Danny, uh, um, Mary, I was telling you about Danny playing on controller, right? Um, she was going through the same thing. Like she would be like, "Well, I can like, you know, I'm I'm starting to get like my aerials down a bit," and then she would hop into a game, and then she would like miss all her aerials. And mm -hmm. I'm like, "It's it's too soon. Like you need to, you right. need to really push past it where it's become subconscious. Like because it's easy to think about what you're doing and be able to pull it off in free play or something. Mm -hmm. Like you can think about it." But you, when you're in a game, you you lose that 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 time to be able to have conscious right. thought. It has to be subconscious. So and I I think yeah the the way that I was looking at it is like I can do it in free play, but it and it's not game speed. Like yeah, I can do, exactly. I can do a an air dribble in free play. It's not game speed. And then once I go back to free play and just like try and control the ball or like maneuver the ball and go around fast like i would at, at a in a game i miss this i miss other things that i was hitting uh when i would go at a slower speed just to like be comfortable and actually get those touches like they're two very different things right so you, it's about like repetition of course and just burning it burning it into yeah. your subconscious so you and i think i think the subconscious anymore. is a is a very like it it has to be muscle memory like you have you, yeah it, just something that you can execute without thought immediately and you just know it you know how it feels you know how it looks and right. it just happens well because like when so like when you're like learning something new you're creating like and like this is like the science behind it i suppose would be like you're creating a new like neural pathway in your brain yeah right? so once you first when you first are trying to learn something, this neural pathway that you're creating is, is very fresh. And it's hard for you to go back to that same pathway that allows you to move your fingers this exact way. And, you know, uh, see, see the play properly and all of these things. So the more that you repeat it and repeat it and repeat it, then it just, it solidifies that, that neural pathway. And then it makes it so that it'll happen automatically in your brain without you even thinking about doing it. So yeah, like it's, it's really just about like doing it so many times that you don't have to think about it. And that's like, it seems so obvious, but when people feel so uncomfortable with something, they don't see that. They don't see that they're going to get to that point. They just see that 
I can't do this now and it's really hard. And like, I feel really uncomfortable and then they start to get it and then they go into a game and then they can't really do it. And they're like, well, I guess I can't do this. Like, you right. know, I, yeah. and they trick themselves into believing that they can't do it. Um, and they, they'll think that like, you know, especially with like more like, uh, you know, advanced mechanics, like flip resets and stuff like that. They'll be like, yeah, I, I can't do this in a game. And then they get too scared to even try it anymore. Like they won't even try it even if they can do it in pre-play and yeah. stuff like that. So I, th- I think yeah. that in, for me, in terms of like what I'm working on now, like I, I'm not as far as saying like, I'm trying to become a ones player. Like I want to, yeah. I want to play, but you want to get the outplays down, but, and I want, you know, I want to be able to like do a musty flick, do 45 degree flicks really well, like catch yeah. the ball immediately and be in control of it every single time. And right. Like is every single time realistic? Maybe not, but like as many times as possible. Yeah, as high percentage uh, as you can get it. Exactly. Like I want yeah. to get to that point and I know that it's not going to happen this week. It might not happen next week. And if I continue to grind that on a consistent basis and slowly work up that speed, eventually I'll get there. And that's why yeah. I'm not telling myself when I lose a game today that I'm just bad. Like I'm not going right. to be able to do it. It's just one step in the process and then using games as a gauge of like where I'm at. Exactly. That's, and that's like the, the best perspective to have on it. And it's very healthy to think about it that way. And, and the beautiful thing about rock league is that you'll like, like, let's say you're learning 45 degree flicks and you're hard focusing that and you're working on your dribbling and picking up the ball, like when it's on the ground and stuff like that, all those things. Um, if you just hard focus that for a long time, it'll actually unlock um, other parts of the game for you. Like it'll try, like you'll, you'll try to learn something else. Like every time you learn a new mechanic in rock league, that's what I've noticed is that it makes the next mechanic you learn a bit easier. Mm -hmm. Um, And especially if they're closely related, right? Like you get your 45 degree flicks down, then you can probably do a 180 flick or you could, you know what I mean? Like, which is a, a, a variation of it. Mm -hmm. um and then like breezies and stuff like that and musties and you work your way up and everything and and that kind of comes back to like the neural pathways that are being formed um you're just unlocking parts of your brain to be able to like see what you're doing like see like the way your car moves and see and feel the control and stuff and and things like that so like the more that you unlock these parts of your brain and to see what you're doing then it makes everything else easier so Mm -hmm. Well, and I think that's the same as um, like if you have a platinum or gold or even low diamond player that is learning how to do flip resets or ceiling shots, like obviously working on those things improves your mechanics to a certain point. And the reason that squishy muffins can learn how to do a flip reset you know, in one day of practice is because he has these underlying skills and abilities that are the foundation that make an understanding of the game that make that so much easier. Exactly. So if those players would give themselves a stronger foundation of mechanics and skill, those right. things not only would come faster to them, but they would be able to execute it more consistently and more effectively. Yeah. So you just like work your, you just work your way up. Like that's like me with like breezy flicks. Like I actually picked that up really fast because 
I, that was after like learning all these other mechanics. You like, can do all you know, the other could, things. So yeah, I could flip reset. I could do air dribble ceiling shots, like all of these things. I could do different types of flicks and all that stuff. So I seen people doing breezies like sort of, and I didn't even watch a tutorial on it. I don't think I just, I don't even think it. Yeah, I didn't. Um, I just seen people doing it and I'm, and I looked at how their car moved and then um, I went into training and I started messing around with it and trying to figure out what the combination of movements was, uh, were. And I got it like in a couple of hours, like I got it, you know, and mm -hmm. started being able to do it somewhat consistently. And then after a couple of days of practicing it, I could do it quite consistently. And after a couple of weeks, I could do like delayed breezes where I like flip cancel and then uncancel the flip cancel and like could do it off the wall and stuff like that. So yeah, it's about, you just got to like hard focus one small thing at a time because everything will like complement each other in mm -hmm. the grand scheme of things. And it's hard for people to see that, but it's, it's very crucial. Yeah. Yeah. Like they all, it, it's all intertwined. For sure. 100%. And it feels good too. Like it makes you, like you get like a, such a level of satisfaction, like such a, such a high level of satisfaction when you learn something new. Like it feels really good. It, right? it really, so. and Sometimes it can be days or weeks before that happens. And yeah. like, I think just having in, having the end in mind and working towards that end, even though it might take longer than you want, like once you actually get there, the satisfaction is almost greater. Yeah. Yeah. And that's like, people just need to, and you know, I need to, and you need to, like everyone that wants to learn anything need to keep that, uh, that end goal in mind. Mm -hmm. And, and, and then also try not to like put the end goal, like the overall skill that you're trying to learn, try not to think too much about that in the current, like in your current state. So it's like, you have to think about your overall skill in the future, but you can't think about your overall skill now. Do you know what I mean? Like, yeah, because if you over, if you, if you think about your overall skill now, you'll just be overwhelmed with all the different things that you need to learn how to do. So it's right. about like isolating something small and keeping in mind that in the future, I'll be able to, to do everything. Right. right. And they call that it's, eating it's the elephant one bite at a time. Exactly. Yeah. I'm sure. There's many expressions for it, Yeah. but yeah, totally. So <laughs> it's, it's a balance. Yeah. It, and it's it's patience, it's persistence, it's discipline. Yeah. That's all the main all word of those things <laughs> mushed into one. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Yeah, well, so. we have I I mean, I could probably keep going and I'm uh, sure we could. We could do it is, again sometime. Yeah. I mean, that's that's certainly a possibility as well. I yeah. I have yet to have return guests on the show. I haven't decided I think once it gets a little bit, I get a little bit uh, and I don't, I don't know, like, I think once more people know about the show and know who I am, and that's honestly why I'm streaming more because I want people like people listen to the podcast, people enjoy the podcast, but in terms of like getting in with other rocket league content creators, there aren't a lot of other folks that are doing podcasts and yeah. there isn't necessarily like a lot of crossover. So I need yeah. to, you know, be getting into other avenues where I can get some more recognition. So when I DM somebody, they're just like, who the heck are you? You just right. have this podcast thing. Right. So what you want to do, like, 
just like a tip would be to, and you know, obviously it's a, it's a bit of work, but you want to do it on all the platforms and, right. and you know, pick the medium um, that you want for each platform. So for Twitch, obviously you're showing the whole podcast for YouTube. You could show the whole podcast. You said you want to do clips. That's, you know, that works too, but you know, try to keep in mind like YouTube wants longer videos as well. Right. right? So um, take like a couple of segments or something um from it that that give it a good amount of time like length of video so right i could definitely cut this down into like a couple 10 minute videos that would be great for youtube right so you could like title like one of them like about you know the first one like when we're talking about content creation you could find like a good title and a good you know um you know concept of a video for that for that for that part of the conversation Mm -hmm. or for you know you know yeah so you get what i'm saying so for youtube like that TikTok, you could do like TikTok is huge, and they and the way TikTok is designed, I haven't done TikTok, but I I know I should, um, in terms of just giving myself exposure because TikTok is designed to make you blow up, like the, that's what they want. They want everyone to blow up. It's just so um, new. Well, yeah, and the way I'm pretty sure I've heard this. I'm not sure if it's true, but I'm, I think it is. The first like ten videos that you make, they put that on for you posts. Like they automatically mm. put you into like a recommended, like they'll put you on the for you post. Interesting. Um, so they want you to blow up right away. Like people will make a TikTok, and within their first ten TikToks, they'll have five hundred thousand followers. You know what I mean? Yeah. And people will like. There's companies that'll make like a hundred TikToks that are just farming. Um, <laughs> yeah. So like TikTok, you know, you can make very small um you know small things for tiktok or you could just show like stuff that you're doing in the game like it doesn't even have to be for the podcast but you know you could do that too um and then twitter you know instagram you could do little things similar to tiktok and just kind of put yourself on all the platforms just to give yourself enough or as many chances as you can to get people like to get you know traction right Mm -hmm. and eventually you will because I mean, like when you were gone, we were talking like uh, some of my viewers and stuff were saying um, like, you're, you're a great guy, like you in your voice and, and um, you know, the whole like vibe of, of, of your, your podcast and stream. It's, it's really good. We like it a lot. So. Well, I'm, um, I'm glad. Yeah. It was, it was nice to have people stick around and, and hang out as well. That was, that was fun. Yeah. Yeah. It was so. Nice to have. It's all about getting getting the like uh, the traction and and getting people to see you because I think once people see you then um, they'll stay they'll stick around like a good yep. percentage of them so yeah, yeah. and just, it's it's just a matter of time and and consistency right yeah. as if just we haven't yourself... heard that before <laughs> yeah exactly same thing with uh, you know with everything else but well yeah, I definitely uh, have faith that you're gonna pop off here well I appreciate soon. that. And I, I appreciate your enthusiasm and willingness to come on and, and chat with me. Um, yeah. I am going to start winding things down, though, because we're already almost at two hours. I think we this one is definitely going to be breaking uh, the longest episode record. Easily. Really? Oh, yeah. Uh, no doubt. No doubt about it. And it, yeah. I mean. We I could probably, <laughs> yeah, we could probably keep going, but, uh, I like to keep yeah. it. I mean, I Two usually like to good, keep it within an hour and a half, but we just kept going. So, yeah. uh, you know, it happens, but anyways, uh, I always, uh, in the show the same way. And the first one, the first step of that is, uh, mittens. If you have any final thoughts for the listeners of the infinite boost podcast, uh, this is your, this is your chance to share them now. 
All right. Uh, let's see. Um, just listen to the the tidbits of advice that we gave, and uh, you can do anything in your life, really. If you just isolate small things and uh, keep keep uh, pushing yourself to to not uh, or pushing through like the uncomfortable stages of life, whether whether it's Rocket League or video games or you know things in your in in your real life, school, whatever it is, um, business, um, you can be successful. So yeah, try to keep a good philosophy. You know, look look for people in your life that'll that'll give you that positive feedback loop. And, and, and keep you on the right path. And uh, yeah, you'll get there. You'll get to wherever you want to be. Nice. So yeah, this was an inspirational podcast, apparently. <laughs> yeah. All right. I, yeah, I do so. my best. And uh, you certainly, I mean, all of the guests, this show wouldn't be anything with all the peop- without all the people that have been willing to come on and, and hang out with me. So um, it's it's been a lot of fun. So Excellent. Yeah. Oh, yeah, thanks for having me. I appreciate it. Uh, Apologies not... for, you know, the uh the uh the sleep schedule thing missed oh. the last couple of days. I <laughs> That's finally okay. fixed it today. Yeah. I I was going to be ready as soon as you were ready, but we're not done yet. Where can people find you on the internet? Uh on YouTube, it's just mittens. You might if you search just mittens and you've never watched a Rocket League video, they might just show you like gloves, like uh, <laughs> things that you wear on your hands. But they might they might show you a couple of my videos. So yeah, mittens on YouTube, um, you know Twitter. I don't really use Twitter, but just Twitch and Twitch and YouTube really, and you can find everything else from there. Uh, my my YouTube again is mittens, and then Twitch is mittens GG, because mittens was taken from an inactive account. So yeah, well, hopefully you can get that someday. Are you you're already yeah. a partner, right? Yeah, but um, I don't have like a part. I'm supposed to have like an agent and I don't have one. So, and I've tried to email them about it and I don't really get a response. So hopefully we figure that out someday. But yeah, that's rude. Yeah, they don't even, they don't even answer me. Mm. It's fine. (laughs) Yeah, we'll figure it out. And then last but not least, a question for the audience of the Infinite Boost podcast. So you get to ask everybody a question. A question. They can can come answer you in your stream. Uh, they can hit you up on Twitter. They can leave a comment on one of your YouTube videos. Oh man! However, they want to sure. get a hold of you. They, can, you know, I have a Discord that people. I have like a little podcast response section that people leave answers in. Okay, I got a question. All right, have you subscribed with Twitch Prime to I Wanted Just Tom? <laughs> There's your question. Good question. I like yeah. that question. There it is. Nobody, nobody has. Uh, and a follow-up question, question follow-up question. Did you know that if you have Amazon Prime, you get a free subscription to your favorite Twitch streamer, which should be I Wanted Just Tom. So there which, you go. There's two questions. I I am certainly a reasonable option for that. I won't say right. no. Right. If you're listening to the podcast and you have Twitch Prime and you're not sub to Tom, what are you doing? There's a third question. Come on. Stop by. <laughs> Drop that sub. I'm here all the time. Yeah, yeah. Cool. Hopefully, man. we get at least one Twitch Prime from that. <laughs> I'll I'll cross my fingers. Yeah, me too. I think I think right now, you know, it's just been so inconsistent that uh, people are a little hesitant, but I'm sure eventually. Oh, it's gonna happen. Yeah, I see it coming. Well, I appreciate. I mean, hack that. you have to like twenty today. Legend hack. I mean, yeah, that's just uh, that that's is awesome. 
that is beyond generous. I'm I'm very grateful for that. Yeah, that's uh, awesome. Attaboy hack. That was that was super well cool. deserved. Uh, well, thank you for that. All right. Well, before we shut this down, uh, as Mittens has been alluding, I'm now recording every or doing all my interviews here on Twitch. Uh, so if you're a podcast listener and you want to keep on listening to that podcast, go right ahead. Uh, more power to you. Enjoy what you enjoy. If you want to come out and hang live, uh, I am doing them all on Twitch as well and doing a little streaming before and after. So would be happy to have you here. And of course, as always, join the Discord, join the Discord, join the Discord. Follow me on other social media stuff. Go follow Mitten, say hi to him. Obviously, he has a great way of thinking about this game. So Thanks. check out his stream as well. Be, be on the lookout for those YouTube videos. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. They're coming. There From you both go. of us. I mean, it's it's in your Twitter, so you kind of like have to do it, right? It says exactly. Mitten's YouTube, not Mitten's yep. Twitch. So yep. you got to get those YouTube <laughs> videos coming. It and does. then, yeah, just, just show this guy some love for being so kind to spend so much time with me here today. Uh, and as always, Mittens, thank you for the boost. No worries, man. No worries. Yeah, we'll, uh, we'll talk again soon, I'm sure. That would be great.